Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 81 of the Hardly Millennial Opinions. Podcast. Oh, shit. You I missed my timing. 81 podcasts, Matthew. Damn 80 it. fucking one. And you've... How fucking dare you? Anyways, we're young, dumb, and full of what, Matthew? Uh, opinions. Opinions, ladies that was and it. gentlemen. It. Ha, ha, yes. ha. That was funny. Speaking of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like how I did that? That was good. That was nice. Before the podcast, me and Adam were deciding what to talk about. And um, I said that we should talk about comedy. But I then had zero follow through of how to do that. Um, so here we are. We're going to try to talk about comedy a little bit. We're going to talk about comedy, ladies and gentlemen. Who Do you have a favorite comedian? I have favorite comedians. Like who? Um, well, I do particularly enjoy Louis C.K. and his oh, yes. his humor. Uh-huh. Um, I love the show Louis. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a good actor, but I love the show and I love his humor. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Other ones. There's um, George Carlin. He was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. George, George Carlin is almost like the Eminem. He was, he was great. <laughs> he was great. I feel like any time that you talk about who's your favorite comedian – you just have to say his name. Yeah. Like you're somewhat obligated to throw him in the mix. Yes. He's great. Um, and then one of my personal favorites of all time, rest his soul, he passed. Robin Williams. No. Oh. Ralphie May. Oh, Ralphie May. That's Ralphie right. May made me laugh so much growing up. How funny. I never, because Ralphie May was one of the ones I like never got into. Oh my gosh. I thought he was just fucking hilarious. Yeah. I used to run him over and over his, his Netflix specials uh-huh. before I would fall asleep. Yeah. And I would watch like the same three over and over <laughs> and over. Yeah. They were hilarious. That's great. What about you, man? What, what comedians do you like? Um, well, some that like, I think the first comedian I ever listened to that like actually got me into like, comedians and i think a lot of like millennials this was kind of the first our generation comedian was dane cook oh dane cook yeah you know at during his time he was was hilarious yeah he was he just his time didn't last no it's funny there was a a couple years ago a video surface i was on one of those facebook video holes right and one of the videos that popped up was a recent stand-up bit from dane cook Uh and it was it was pretty sad to watch in my opinion oh. well his his whole he had he, great presentation like the he, way that he delivered it he was did. awesome but like this particular bit that he was doing was like somebody wrote him hate mail or something like that and it uh-huh. was basically him reading the hate mail the hate mail hate yeah. mail and then making fun of it as he's reading it uh-huh. but it was like if you're getting hate mail at all, the only kind of material you're able to muster up is I mean, don't be wrong, this is a three minute bit, but right. still like your your bit is like, here's some hate mail that I get because I'm irrelevant now. You know, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I think I think that many people would agree that his his relevancy has definitely gone down. You know what I think did it for him? I think it was his lackluster in movies 
Yeah, because, he tried the movie thing. Because I feel like all the big comedians, that what happens? They all start as comedians. They get super popular, and then they start doing movies. Uh-huh. And if people like you doing movies, you'll start doing more and more. And then sometimes you'll see some of them break out into serious roles and stuff like that. Right. But whereas Dane Cook, he did movies. He did comedies. He even did one serious role. It just wasn't his thing. I and feel that's like kind of what started his downfall. What really nailed the coffin for him was that Ashton Kutcher was his career in acting was going on at the same time. And he's uh, pretty yeah, much could have been like one of them. Well, he's basically the same genre realm of kind of actor. And yeah, I Ashton Kutcher just that. does it better. So every role that Dane Cook went for, I'm sure Ashton Cook or Tutcher just got it. Well, it was, he was just like, because even in his comedies that he did, I, I saw one that was, I think it was called like Employee of the Month or something with Jessica Simpson. Yeah, so you could put Ashton Kutcher in that movie. It'd be exactly the same thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Yep, they're just, I they're interchangeable, but Ashton's better. Yeah. I, I definitely see that. You mm-hmm. know, I, I loved you, Dane Cook, though, if you're. If I loved him too. To this. With a big ED. <laughs> yeah. But I loved you too. Yes. Uh, but no, an- another one that really made me uh, laugh that is actually the only comedian I saw I- I've seen in person was Christopher Titus. Do you know who Christopher Who's Titus is? Uh, I-, I can't. Th- he had a special that was called Love is Evil and Evil was like love backwards, E-V-O-L. And uh, but he does a lot of like. <laughs> That's clever. I can't even. One of the, the first. uh uh, special that I saw of his was like the whole thing was about like his upbringing, you know, and uh-huh. just like all the stupid shit he got in as a kid, relationship with his family and shit like that. And I remember he was just hilarious. He had this one bit, and I'll probably botch it trying to, you know, repeat it back. But he was talking about how like he went out with, like he borrowed the truck and went out drinking with his friends and stuff. And then he goes, he l- fell asleep on the couch, and his dad woke him up by pouring a beer. Like over his face, <laughs> and it was like said something along the lines of, "Can you tell me why you're parked sideways in the lawn in the- across the street?" <laughs> 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 like he had jokes like that, you know, that were just were really like, like he was one of those people too, where like one of his bits was like, like you see, I grew up in a family. Or I I grew up around people where, you know, when shit hits the fan, everyone's getting covered with shit. So now every time I see shit hit the fan, I take a step to the left. Take a step to the (laughs) left. You know, like just. That's clever. Yeah, he was a very funny guy. He actually had, I think he had a show on Fox for a while that was called Titus, actually. And it got canceled because every show on Fox gets canceled at some point. Of course. But but no, he was a very funny guy, though. Another one of my all time favorites. would be Ron White. I really like I really yeah. like the whole blue collar comedy tour and that was going on. I, I dig the comedy tour, I dig the blue collar thing, but Ron mm-hmm. White is the star of the show for me. Ron he, White was great. All of his jokes are fucking hilarious for me, dude. Mm-hmm. He always got up there with this glass of whiskey and a always cigar had, yeah. and And just calmly delivered humor. <clears throat> And it was all, it's always like um, stories about stuff that happened to him yeah. that I'm Those sure he the hyped best comedians, up. You know, the ones Those are the ones that, I enjoy. Yeah, retell their stories as well yeah. instead of just doing, I think that was, I think that might have been something that was uh, contributed to almost Dane Cook's downfall. Because if you go back and you think of like Dane Cook's comedy, the, 
there was some like of his personal kind of story stuff put in there, but a lot of them were really just like, well, hypotheticals, you know, that he was just able to make yeah. a joke out of. One of his funniest ones for me was the B and E. Remind me of the B and E. The breaking and entering, where he he talks about that he it's a made up story, but it's uh-huh. a story that could happen, I guess, where he breaks into someone's house. For some reason, he got like hyped up and he wanted to do a B and E, so he broke in. But the only thing he stole is the is the um, batteries out of the remote control. Oh, I've, and then I've left everything else. Yeah, and then continued to do it. So the person was like, "Where the fuck are the batteries going?" <laughs> See, and like that was funny, but that kind of comedy, I feel like, just can't last in the yeah. comedian world. You know, I mean, unless you're. So super fucking good at it but i listened to i listened to like joe rogan's podcast a lot right who's mm-hmm. a stand-up comedian and he has a lot of comedians who come on stand-up. his stuff he's he's got some hit or misses um i i've seen uh, like his he has i think two netflix specials out now and his most recent one i couldn't get into but his last one i thought was just fucking hilarious good for you joe yeah get you going but he has a lot of comedians on and they'll always talk about you know their craft the art of creating comedy and creating these segments and it's really interesting to listen to them talk about because what they'll do is when before you even see these specials, they they have these jokes and bits that they start to develop, and then they basically go to these open mics with other big time comedians, and they each get you know five ten minutes on stage, and it's all just you know they'll they'll have like a time to do like one or two bits and but that's how they develop their hour special is they go oh this this joke didn't do well with the audience what if i delivered it this way what if i tweaked it and did it like this and then they do this until they have a bit that kills and then they're like okay that one's done now on to the next one. So oh, that's why every like two years. It's almost like writing a song. Yeah, exactly. So every two years about these comedians will have a special because it literally takes them about that long to develop an hour special. And Interesting. I didn't know that that's how they do it. Yeah. And I guess the reason why George Carlin is, you know, the kind of the big dog in the industry overall is because he would like, like I said, how most of it will take about two years to do like a special. Uh-huh. Whereas like George Carlin would just, he could just go on stage and just talk and it would be funny. Uh, and I oh, guess Robin Williams was similar. Robin Williams where, is entertaining. Yeah. He's an entertainer. So there, and there's comedians out there like that who don't even have to develop bits. They just go on stage and basically just start, you know, and then you just let the comedy happen. Zach Galifianakis is like that. His comments yeah. like that. He's hit or miss for me. He's super hit or miss. Sometimes he makes me laugh really fucking hard. Have you seen any of his stand-up? I've seen a long time ago mm-hmm. when I was younger. I've seen some of his stand-up. And then I've obviously seen a little bit of his acting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's very hit or miss. He has his moments where he's fucking hilarious. Yes, And then sure. I would say for me, most of the time is just in between time with him. Waiting for the next really funny one. Mm, I could see that he had he had a little show on YouTube for years that I thought was hilarious called Between Two Ferns, mm-hmm. and it was it was literally just that it was like this small little talk show, ten minute talk show. You know, you have always big name people on, and it was just two chairs set up. There was just a fern on each side of them, <laughs> but like he would make the entire like interview into like a bit. 
kind of thing. Like he had Justin Bieber on once, and it was just him sitting there insulting Justin Bieber, then Justin Bieber insulting him back. But like Zach Galifianakis has that humor where he's like keeping a straight face, you know, never breaks he's, character. He's a very calm, very like stinging yeah uh, jokes they they just they hit you all of a sudden mm-hmm. yeah uh another one that i like that i think is hit or miss with a lot of people and it, that's i believe his name is anthony Je- jesselnick and i think i've actually mentioned him on the podcast before but he's the one that will like he just raunchy ass like shouldn't be spoken but he'll speak it kind of humor oh, where yeah. like He'll he'll do kind of, but but nothing like disgusting per se, you know, like sec, like sexually disgusting or anything like that. But it's been years since I've seen one of his bits. But like he had one uh, comedy show where he opened up, and he was like, he said something of like, I, I've had a like I had a great day today. Saw a dead baby. Like oh okay, you see what just I shit mean? Like that. Yeah, just super like shock factor. You, okay. or, you know, like you see a baby in a car and the windows roll down. Um, you know, I'm just saying you should throw a rock at it. You know, like just shit like, like that. that. You know, but okay. he delivered it in such a way where it was like it was funny because you know it's all bits, obviously. But I mean, sometimes I'm sure that some of those are funny, but yeah, not super duper my sense of humor. No. No, I challenge you to check him out, man. He might be surprised. I'll have to check him out. I'm sure that there's laughs in there. I'm sure there are. I love stand-up comedy, man. I do too, man. There's a lot of good ones out there, but there's a lot of popular ones. I would say most of the popular ones I never got into. Robin Williams was somebody who I never cared for a stand-up. Who's um? Was it Jim Gallinaf? Oh, uh, Jim, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Jim um, I really like him. I think he's the one that does the hot pocket. Oh, that's bit. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's pretty funny. And I think he's actually gone to do a couple of movies. Yeah. Um, I've, I've which actually, I enjoy him in. I've actually seen him in more shows than I have movies. Yeah, maybe it's mov- Maybe it's more shows. I remember he was. He's done a little bit of acting. I remember he had a reoccurring role on that 70s show back when that was still on towards like the last few seasons. He was did like, he? Maybe he did. I don't know. He was like Hyde's friend or some shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy him. I think he's really funny. Um, But I don't know. The ones that usually I think are really funny aren't like mainstream humor. They're a little bit um, wittier. Well, which ones are you referring to? Like the ones you've talked about, like Louis C.K. and. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the ones I've talked about are good examples of. I would say Louis C.K. is like mainstream, though. Is he? Yeah. Is oh, he? Well, yeah, for sure. He's like he's like one of the top rated like comedians of like all time. Interesting. So you think most people have a sense of humor? Most people watch him and think he's funny. I think enough people do to call it mainstream. Huh. Okay. For well, sure, in that case, yeah. I guess I do have a very. I mean, maybe maybe uh, more Jim Gaff. Maybe like Jim Gaffigan would be more of like a niche, simply because I don't hear like a lot about him, but. I didn't realize that Louis C.K. was so well known. Oh yeah, dude, he's very well known. Hmm. Even if people don't like listen to comedy per se, like I mean, Joe Rogan's more of a niche than Louis C.K. is. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan's more known for podcasting. He's not known for his like comedy specials, but you, he has like four of them. Louis C.K. is more quote unquote famous than Joe Rogan. Yes, for sure. Really? Yes, his net worth is I'm sure much more. 
then. The thing is, Louis wow. C.K., um, even though, like, you know, he has his show that he did, and then he did, uh, you know, he does his comedy and stuff like that. But I think he has his hand in a lot of, like, I, and I can't name it off the top of my head, but I think he's, like, an executive producer on, a, like, a lot of, like, comedy movies that come out. Sometimes he'll be, like, a co-writer on them or oh. be, like, do well, stuff like Well, good for like him. That. I think yeah. he's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, he's I great. I love him. He's in, he's, I, I think he either still is in or was in big controversy because he was caught like masturbating in front of women or something like in public or some shit like that. And he like admitted to it. Oh, it was, I don't know. Admit to it. I don't know what the exact story was, but I know it had something to do with masturbating in front of somebody or pulling his dick out in front of like women or some shit like that. Uh-oh. But I, I think that might even be why his show's not on anymore. Oh, because man. like that whole thing. Dude, I watched, I watched, as much of his show as I could get my hands on. Yeah. It was hilarious. His show was pretty funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Comedians, dude. And there's more and more of them popping up. Kevin Hart's probably our most prominent one right now. Um, I'm going to get flack for this, mm-hmm. but I don't particularly enjoy Kevin Hart. Really? I don't think he's that funny. I... I... I like him, but I definitely have comedians out there who who I find more funny than he I, is. I think he's a nice, goofy guy. Uh-huh. You know, like if he was at a party, he'd probably be the life of the party mm-hmm. or whatever. But I just don't find his humor to be incredibly hilarious. He just jokes on the fact that he's small, and he, like, jokes on himself a lot. Yeah. He I has mean... a scream that he does. He, he says things in a high-pitched voice, and it's mm-hmm. funny. I don't know. He's very situational for me. He's just, ah. and I I fully get that most people love him. He's one of the <laughs> right. biggest names in comedy. Right. And I enjoy him in movies. I think he does great when he's with The Rock. That well, was that, hilarious. That's what I was just gonna say. Kevin Hart is somebody who I, I like. I enjoy when I see him in movies. I think he's a better actor than a than a stand up comedian. I I would think so too. Just personal opinion for sure. I definitely enjoy watching him in movies more than I do his stand up. I would rather watch um, like Eddie Murphy's stand up comedy. Never gone to Eddie that, Murphy. That to me is fucking way. That he's hilarious. Nah, dude. I thought. Uh, I have, my my friend Chris was super into Eddie Murphy. Oh, dude, he's got some good stand-up comedies from back in the day. Uh, see, and those are the ones I watch. I I think I was like, like this one 16. where he's in a red like leather That's the one I watched. That's dude, that the one it's I watched. fucking hilarious. Oh, Adam. I just I didn't. Oh my lord! I didn't get into it, man. I was so like so funny. I was like sixteen or seventeen years old when. Chris first showed me that and it, like and it, I was trust me I was the only one there was like four of us and everybody was cracking up and I'm watching this and I'm just like I, I just think this is dumb like really I just can't find it funny at all no yeah I think he's funnier than um uh Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I would even take Chris Rock over Kevin Hart and I'm not a huge fan of Chris Rock either I've actually never listened to any of Chris Rock's comedy again to me in my personal opinion he's more of an actor than a stand-up comedian yeah he just yells a lot and says things in a high-pitched voice and but he's funny in movies he's a rush hour guy right no that's chris tucker that was chris tucker oh he's Mm -hmm. funny too i like that guy's funny too yeah yeah Yeah, a lot of chris's there are a lot of chris's there (laughs) there are aren't there chris rock chris tucker christopher titus christopher titus damn apparently chris are funny guys fuck yeah if you're listening to this, Chris, 
talking about you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we know it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, um, have we gone as far as we can go in the comedian we conversation have, here? Have we, have we reached have. the pinnacle of comedy? I think so. I think so. Well, That's luckily, right. we just we just plan on we, opening it with it anyway. <laughs> we have a plan B for exactly when this moment happened. Boom! Hypothetical questions, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we couldn't talk about comedy for an hour. Oh, Come on no, now! I know. Come on! I and I really tried to stretch it as long as it could go, but you know, it was dead. Let it, it was, die. It was dead. Let it die. <laughs> So uh, I love hypotheticals, though. I think some of these are great. So let's see which ones. That's true. All right, let's see. Okay, let's see what this one is. You lost your fortune. Everyone turns on you. You managed to get $1,000. What will you do with it to work on creating wealth again? So everyone turns on you when you lose your fortune. So you're broke and nobody, nobody cares to help you. And now you have a thousand dollars. What will you do with it to work on creating wealth again? Put it back into hardly millennial, yo. <laughs> Get would, us some foam. <laughs> I would probably go buy a burrito or something and sit down and eat it, and then go it home. About six dollars spent, and maybe take a nap, jerk off, maybe. <laughs> take another short nap after that drink some coffee then i would go out with my remaining 996 dollars and well i mean the most immediate turnaround for your money is going to be drugs right yeah 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 i'm assuming you get away with it yes drugs are going to be the quickest turnaround so you probably shouldn't do that because usually the quick option is not the right one. That's true. Right? True. So, I mean, I guess. I would probably just start looking for a job because you can't <laughs> live off a thousand I was going to say, like, I mean, the the only other thing I could think of is, like, invest it. But that that's assuming that you know what you're doing and you know that $1,000 investment is going to jumpstart If you knew you what you again. were doing and you knew mm-hmm. how to do it, you can – build quite a bit off a thousand dollars with oh, for um, sure with like binary options mm-hmm. that would be something where at a hundred dollars is the minimum you can put in yeah. and you can actually like i've made four hundred dollars a day oh damn I've, good I've job i turned a hundred dollars into four hundred dollars in a day oh, with damn. binary options well, see, there so you it go. is possible to do it it's possible but very hard the amount of people out there i'm also not still probably. doing it so <laughs> it's not like i did that every day like that was right. a one-time thing i was able to do so I mean, just get a fucking job. Just get a job. Yeah, a thousand bucks isn't gonna get you very far. No, not no, not anymore. Uh, would you rather marry and love the last person you talked to? <laughs> I did not pre-read this question. I just read it. Are you coming on to me, Adam? Is this how it happens? <laughs> Well, you know, I just, um, um, (laughs) anyways, it finishes with, or the shortest, tallest of your friends or the person you hate or the person you hate. There's just so many ors. That's too many options in one question. (laughs) That really is. What the fuck? Would you rather go to Canada or the U S or Mexico or Mexico or China (laughs) or Ireland or Norway? If the, let's try What's the question again? So it goes, would you rather marry and love the last person you talked to? So would I rather marry you or 
or and then goes the shortest tallest of your friends or the person you hate well i don't want to marry the person i hate (laughs) so that one is not the one i'm gonna pick process of elimination who's the shortest tallest does that mean i get to pick short or tall is that what that what, I, you... I guess if you had to choose between the shortest person you knew and the tallest person you knew. Let's just make that it. So if you had to choose between the shortest person you know and the tallest person you knew to marry. You know, it's too much I just I'll just marry you. Okay. It's too much effort to worry yeah, about get those and ta- think get about those who tax it is. incentives. You know? I, I know I can deal with you, so I'll just do that. There we go. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Say you were an evil demon and you wanted to put a curse Jeez. on someone <laughs> while okay. still keeping. I'm on like page thirty. I was like, let's let's go what? far. Yeah, no, okay, I'm rocking with it. So okay, so say you were an evil demon and you wanted to put a curse on someone while still keeping them alive and completely <laughs> under your control without raising any suspicion. What would you do? So it's like, what curse would you put on them? Dream curse. Dream curse. Yep. Little little um, Latina nanas already mm-hmm. do that. It's a thing. That's they true. have dream curses and Justin they'll put them on you. Shit all the time. Um, they'll fuck with your life, it, but just slowly, slowly, only at night. Mm-hmm. And they're super subtle, but all of a sudden it'll be two, three days. You can't sleep. Yep, mm-hmm. dream curse. That's what I would do. Curse? What about you? I don't know. Without raising any suspicion. On somebody that I know, and I have to keep them alive and completely under my control. Uh, you could curse them with a with a boner that lasts more than four hours, <laughs> so they have to go to the doctor. Oh, just a constant bo- like a boner that never goes away. Yeah, well, after it's four hours, you, you have to always. go seek medical attention. That's what they tell you. That's true. Up what until you, four hours, you're fine. What if you went to go seek medical attention after four hours, and the doctors were just like. Okay, well, you have two options. We can either get rid of it, like cut it off, don't have a penis no more, or you have to live with a boner for the rest of your life. Can I can I still pee? You can still pee and everything. You just have a boner the forever. Okay. I'll just buy basketball shorts and just wear basketball shorts forever. There you go. Yeah, that, I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I think I have to be careful. I can't walk too close to tables. <laughs> I'll knock things over. <laughs> I would have to. I would have to be more diligent in my life. You'd always look like you're packing, always. Well, I already do. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you are given two options. One is for the entire world to be united. The other is for it to separate. To, I'm assuming there's supposed to be a B in here for it to be separated by continent but have no contact. Which do you choose? Take into consideration how the populace would react <laughs> and how it would happen. What are they giving us ultimatums of like to, what to consider in this <laughs> question? I guess you are given two options. One is for the entire world to be united. The other is for it to be separated by continent but have no contact with each other. Okay. Which do you choose? What? I, so all the land can be connected or all the land can be in continents, but we can't talk to each other if we're in continents. Yes. Yeah, so like, so each of so the seven. So what's the downfall of all being together? Of all, of a Pangea? I, I don't know. 
I'm well, but I don't know what the fuck they're trying to take into consideration how the this is in parentheses, take into consideration how the populace would react and how it would happen. Well, it would happen because of war. All the seven, like all the well, six continents would have war with each other and then just decide, ah, you know what? Let's just like not talk to each other anymore. Fair, fair. Well, I think if everything was connected, it would have to happen through natural events. It'd have to be like a huge, insane earthquake that moved no, all no, of no, the land just, together. I don't think they're they're saying like the continents together, like Pangea. They're just, I think they're saying like we're. I don't know what they're saying. I think they're saying about uh, like just the con, like we all just being united, like all the governments and everything being united with each other. Basically, what we are now are just all the people in the separate continents not talking like to each other. Yeah, like we're all one one country, or yeah. we're all separate and don't ever talk. Yes, I guess I would rather be one country. Yeah, I would. That's a dumb question. What the fuck is going on with these? I mean, America already is that. Everyone from all over the that's world already I'm comes like, here. That's what I was like, and what I'm the perfectly kind of happy living here. Fucking so. question was that? Yeah, we can make America the whole world. Whatever that works. Well, okay. Here's a here's a dark one. Okay. Imagine you were forced to die. Would you rather one forced to die, be tortured to death, oh. or two? Die a quick and painless death, but have everyone you know lose a toe. What? But they also get to is live? Is that legitimately... You're not fucking I'm with me. I'm dead serious. Look at that. You're not fucking with me. That's literally what it says. Die a quick and painless death, but have everyone you know lose a toe. Sorry, you're all losing toes. It doesn't specify which toe. Do they get to pick which toe? Um, at that point, I don't care. I'm dying. Y'all can live a, the rest of your life with, with fucking nine toes. You're going to be fine. <laughs> what if they made it? What if the question was you had to have all of your toes cut off and then you got killed or die a quick and painless death, but everyone, you know, lost a toe. Would you eat it for everyone, you know? Cause I think that's what it's supposed to be asking. Mm. Because you're already going to die anyway. So would you just take it for a minute and then die? Uh, I mean, I guess that'd be the right thing to do. Why? Right? Why is that the right thing to do? Fuck them. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I want to say no because I just don't want to fucking go through that. If I'm going to die, make it quick and painless. But then at the same time, well, I'm going to die. So I'd probably, I'd probably just tell the chop off on my toes. I hope it's somebody who gets enjoyment out of doing it so I can just fucking laugh at them the entire time they do it to take away that enjoyment. This is my last fuck you. It was pretty sick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> my last fuck you um, kills me. I, you know, I would, I would let everyone lose a toe. Not because I was afraid of the pain or anything like that. I would just want them to always remember me. <laughs> and I feel like every time they remember that they don't have that toe, they, they would remember Matthew. me. So Aww, that's sweet. And I would very, have them all lose a toe. That's sweet in a very dark and selfish way. <laughs> 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 but I love it. <laughs> if you could live in any era for a week without the stipulation that you cannot change history, 
What would it be? What a weird way to ask that. So if you could live in any era for But you can't do shit while you're there. You can't change history while you're there, is what he's telling you. Okay, gotcha. That's what it means. Okay. So So you can't say, like, World War II, so I could stop it. Like, no, it just means you'd have to live in World War II for a week. Gotcha. Okay. So where would you want to live for a week? Hmm. I think think I'd live in, like, like New York in the 20s. I feel there's a lot of, like, partying going on in those times. I feel like, are you just thinking of the movie Gangs of New York and thinking that would be a cool place to be? No. Well, that wasn't the 20s. That was, like, the 1800s. You sure? Gangs of New York? Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, it was pretty much, what, the 1800s, <laughs> 1920? It's all the same bullshit. Nin- they were making railroads and using coal and doing their thing, right? Nin- 1920s is like jazz was starting to come out, and th- that was when, like, like women were, like, bobbing their... That's like Great Gatsby era, if that makes oh. any connection to you. None. No. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> you never had to read that book or no. watch any of those movies you were in high school? No. Oh, wow. You never had to either. You chose to. Oh, I definitely had to read that. Nobody makes me read a book. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) What era would you live in? Well, immediately, I think it would be cool to go to like the Roman times or the Greek times. For a week? But see, that's the thing, though, is Uh, I don't actually want to live like an ancient Roman for a week because that sucked. You just want to go there, chill for a week. And like look at it and shit. But I want it to be with like today's amenities. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to sleep in the dirt and fucking, right. you know, make things out of rock and shit. No. So I think the most practical that I would go to would be like probably France or Italy mm-hmm. back in like the Renaissance time. But with the stipulation that I'd have to be a wealthy, a rich person. Now you're living in the castle as royalty yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that'd be dope. I would do that for a week. I feel that. I'm like trying to think if there's anything... I just I like for a week I just I would just want to go back somewhere party like they partied back then you know what I mean like I have no interest in being like oh I want to see how the Romans lived or I want to see how you know what Aristotle was doing for a week like I just want to like go and party somewhere get drunk I would go back to the day that Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> had his first like interview or uh-huh. whatever you call it when you're trying to be an actor it's yeah. like an actor's interview an interview okay when he had yeah. his first interview and i would cut him in line so i got to go first <laughs> and i would just mimic exactly what he does and what i've watched him do for the last few years and just take his job i would be i would be leonardo dicaprio but that'd be changing history you can't do that well, then I would just meet him and talk to him before he got famous. <laughs> just stalk him for a week. <laughs> yes. Here's a fun one. Would you stop 9-11 Uh-oh. if... Well, that's an obligated question. Wait for the if. Would you stop 9-11 if the trade-off was erasing your entire family? Oh. Yeah. I love my family. <laughs> He said <laughs> Okay, so I can I can stop 9/11, but I have to wipe out my whole family? Yes. All of them or just immediate? Oh, this is entire all of them. Ooh. Yeah. Well, my family listens to this podcast. 
Well, I guess you have a choice to make, then, don't you? <laughs> I mean, 9-11 already happened, uh-huh. and we're okay. Uh-huh. Like, we moved on from it, right? Mm-hmm. And my family's still here. True. So I'd probably just let ha- let history be the way the history was. Uh, yeah, you know, there's that only, already happened, there's and we're only, good with it. You know, 3,000 people whose families were destroyed. Not counting the 15 years of war afterwards. Yes, uh, but, you know, yeah, you know, whatever. Save your family. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Save your family, I would, Dick. Whatever. I would totally choose my family. I'd be like, yeah. sorry, but I mean, sorry, but not sorry. History already know? did it. And yeah. We're fine. Yeah. Think of all the jobs that were created by, from the war, right? <laughs> sure. There you go. There's the silver lining in that one. <laughs> That's what did it. Would I am not reading that one. What the f- some of these are so stupid uh, da, 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 da. okay this is a long one let's see what this where this one takes us an amount of money mysteriously appears in your bank account if you want to keep it you have to give up your identity leaving all your friends and family and never able to contact them or you will be assassinated how okay. much money would you have would have to appear in your bank account for you to do that Oh, not much. Yeah? How it much? It wouldn't take much. How much for you? <clears throat> well, however much is the least amount that it would take for me to not have to work anymore. Yeah? Would that be it? You'd be willing to just say goodbye to everybody, friends, family? Yeah. And just say, yeah? Yeah, no problem at all. Zero Interesting. problem. Why? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's just cold. That's just, <laughs> is it? Uh, well, yeah, I would think so, sure. I mean, if you had enough money that you didn't have to work anymore? It'd, be, it'd have to be a lot of money. That's selfish on you guys to not wish that for me. You should want that for your friend. You That's... should want your friend to be retired for the rest of his life. No, 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 no. Yeah, fuck you guys. That's your selfishness, not <laughs> the, mine. But it's, it's the fact that you're like, for the minimal amount. <laughs> Like, that's the <laughs> fucked up part. If you were like, like, okay, well, the price tag of my family is like $500 billion. If you can do that, fuck yeah, I'll leave. But you're like, no, no, like, just the minimum. Whatever like, it takes to not have to work anymore. Like, the realistic actual number. What would that be? Like, I don't know, but s- six, 600000 To never have to work again? I mean, you could probably make it work for you if you had that much. If you had half a million, you can make it work for you. I'm not now. You wouldn't be able to just like take out of your bank account for the rest of your life and just live off. Right, it. you'd have to basically be living the same life. I mean, your lifestyle couldn't improve. You know, it it would be with your current lifestyle, really. I feel like if I had four hundred thousand dollars in an account, uh huh. I would not have to work for a very, very long time. At least 10 years. At least 10, 15, 20 years. I can make it work. And live better than I live right now, actually. So add 200 to that just to make things, you know, gravy. And boom, you're you're off to the races, baby. I mean, I feel like, like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Just like I mean, think this... about it. you pay bills. You've been making money for a long time now. Well, but but that's why that's why I'm I'm having like I mean a hundred grand thinking... is not enough. We all understand a hundred grand. No, no way. Absolutely not. You're not doing shit with a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. 
Still not enough. No. Still not enough. But that's why I would think that not even like f- four hundred or six hundred thousand would be enough, though. I feel like with my level of knowledge in the world and what I can do with things, I you could just make that work and just make that last like, the rest of your life. Four hundred thousand would be the absolute bottom dollar. I wouldn't go one penny less than that. See, if we're talking about like minimum, the like as far as like to live for the rest of your life, you know, without any issue, I I would think I would have to say like a million, like at Millions least a comfortable. million. Millions comfortable. That's what I'm saying. A million. I feel like it's just comfortable. I've always heard that a million is the average amount of money that an individual will come across in their lifetime. Well, an American. I should I should qualify right, that. Yeah. An American individual <laughs> will. They they said that you'll make a million dollars in your life and you'll spend two million on average, usually around that much. Yeah. So like, is what I've always been told. I feel like my minimum would have to be a million. Million? No penny less than. That. I mean, why not? You know, if you're gonna go to six hundred thousand, might as well just round up to a million at that point. Well, I was just trying to find my true bottom dollar. What is the lowest number I would do it for? Yeah. And I think I found that 400000 is my lowest number I would do it nah, for. I think, I think a million. For, assuming that's what I wanted to do. Like, I wouldn't be willing to sell my family off for like that. But, but as far as just like, That's no, a thousand thousands. Yeah. I still don't think I could do it. A lot of money. A lot of money, but still don't think I could do it. I like my family really? too much. Yeah. Never have to work again. Yeah. Don't think I would. They're not even going to be around forever. That's fine. I won't either. <laughs> okay. No, I feel you. I just don't. Yeah. I don't Touché. think I would. I feel like that's the right answer. That's the right answer. Good job, Adam. Now, if we're talking about a billion dollars, well, there's a, what's the difference? There's a lot to come. What's the difference? When you have a million, you have a billion. What the fuck is the difference? So a million would be like me just like my current like living situation could improve a little bit, but there would be a cap, obviously, right? You know, there there'd be a, only as far as you can go to where that money's not going to last you anymore. If you, what do you mean if you buy a giant house where your mortgage is through the roof every month, dude, you that's could buy. Be- a fucking nice house for four hundred grand. Sure. Nice, and you still have six hundred thousand dollars. Your house is paid off. Well, sure, but then let's say now you want to buy a nice car, and now you want to do this. Now you want to go on an expensive really nice vacation. Car. Now you want to go on an expensive vacation. You're gonna spend now more than fifty grand this. on vacation. F- maybe. That's if insane. I have a billion, I'll be able to, won't I? If you have a million, you'd be able to. A million is a shat ton of money. Well, so is a billion. And if somebody's going to offer me money in any way, I might as well shoot for uh, the fucking moon and go for a fucking billion. No, and I get that. And uh-huh. I'm not saying that I would sell my family for that much. I'm just right. trying to be realistic with numbers here and be practical. Nah, I would do. I would just do a billion. If you have a million okay. dollars, you're set. You're, there's, I mean, unless you're just being outrageous. If you uh-huh. live like an average person, it's really hard to spend a million dollars. But see, but that's dollars. what I mean. If I'm giving up, my entire family and everyone and friends and stuff like that and can't talk. Well, I mean, friends, well, I can make new friends, but like you go all days at a time without seeing like your that. family. That well, sure, but I still end up seeing them. At you some spend point, money every single I? day, so right. what, money would take you a lot further in this world than your family will. 
Well, and that's why I'm saying if I'm going if I'm going to sell them off for family, I want a billion so I can live outrageous. That would be the game plan at that point. Are you kidding me? I mean, I, I respect the, the going for it all. Uh-huh. Try to get as much as you can. But you want it for just, like, comfort and living. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking go out there and live like a fucking wild animal. I, I'm just trying to respect the boundaries of the question is all. I'm not a terrible person. I love my family. I'm just trying to respect the boundaries of the question in that it asked, what is the lowest amount you would run away with? What What would the number have to be? So I'm just trying. Yeah. I just figured out what my number is. That's, yeah. that's all. Well, that's mine, all. and mine's a billion. I think that's a little outrageous, but okay. Well, and that's fine. <laughs> it's still within the parameters of the question, Matthew. It certainly is, sir. Whew, what a hefty one that became. <laughs> Which is funny because I was. Uh, it was funny how that one lasted longer than like the 9/11 question. <laughs> <laughs> What does that tell you about us, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, my. That's stupid. Okay. Um, We'll do this one. It's January 1st, 2012. If you knew the Mayan calendar prediction for the end of the world in December 2012 was correct, how would you spend the year? So you have a year to live. How do you spend it? Probably just fucking party my ass off. I feel honestly. like that was completely needless details <laughs> so, yeah. to the question. <laughs> All exposition, right? So you have a year to live? How do you live your year? I probably just fucking party. I quit my job. Oh, for first, sure. First thing I do is yes, quit my fucking job. For sure. Done with that. Um, fuck, go outside more. Yeah, I mean, I guess, right? <laughs> right? Aren't you supposed to you'd like look at sunsets and flower and enjoy flowers and shit? Isn't that what people do when they find out they have a year left to live? Yeah, I think you find out you have like a disease. If like the entire world knew that. Well, does the does everybody else know? It doesn't stay, but for for the sake of this discussion, does the does the whole world know that like the Earth's ending in December, or is it like or like just you know? I mean, well, way, I was still... taking it as like I have cancer and I'm going to die in a year. So now that changes everything. Now uh-huh. the whole world is going to end in a year. Uh-huh. You're the only one who knows. Ooh. I'd probably still just go out there and party. I just live like a fucking animal. Just get fucking crazy. <laughs> Why is that everyone's first instinct? Because that's totally, I mean, that's mine. That's right. everyone who's honest. That's your first instinct. Well, is because... I would stop following all the rules. Well, well, because the reason why we follow the rules currently is because we know there's repercussions. But if you know if, but when you know that repercussions don't matter because the world's going to end in a year, well, yeah, fuck it. What if you get arrested and then you spend the last year of your life going through the judicial system? Uh, well, that is true. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. But I mean, I guess you'd have to be careful to some extent. Yeah. I mean, except for like that last month, that last month, it's basically like all bets off the table. But yeah, the first 11 months, you know, within reason. I would probably be much quicker to like punch people in the face. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Yes. Or like just cut in line, just blatantly cut in line. Just be like, yeah, I did it. Probably a lot of sex without protection, too. When the situation would arise. At least. <laughs> At least like March on. <laughs> yes. I was trying to do the math. But like once March 23rd hits after that, I'm fucking every single like day. Because it doesn't matter, right? Right. We're ending in eight months anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'd be careful not to fuck before March, though. True. Because you don't want to bring an extra baby into the wipeout. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, baby won't know what's going on. But yeah, you're oh, right, though. That, I guess that is everyone's first instinct. So we just go out there and party, right? You know what I'd have to do, truly, before what? I died? And I didn't even care if it resulted in me getting arrested because what? I dream about doing this. What? Is going to a grocery store. Uh-huh. It'd have to be like late at night when there's hardly anyone in there. Okay. And just wrecking it. Like just going up and down the aisles, throwing things, <laughs> taking down entire fucking facings of shelves, just uh-huh. smash a Walmart just to shit for three hours. Like that was, I think that's a lot of people's dream. Yeah. If I ever became really rich, I would literally buy a small store. Just to do that? Just to wreck it. <laughs> or have someone set up a bunch of aisles to look like a store just so I could fucking wreck it. That would It'd be so satisfying. That would, yeah, satisfying is a good word. I don't even know why that either. That would definitely be fun. It's funny because it's ironic because I'm a person who likes to build things. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like to destroy in general. That's but probably just why exactly. It's probably something like, in it is like, oh, well, I would, I would say that smashing and I would say though that that's exactly why you dream about it it's because you like building stuff so to you it's a little taboo to destroy yeah so because so and everyone's kind of drawn to things that are a little taboo you know at least most things are a taboo oh dude it'd be so much fun so much fun to just destroy a grocery store I could definitely see that. I probably like tell Freds and then like all like just dress up in like mask or whatnot. I'm not even just go just all go into like a Walmart all together with a fucking baseball bat or some shit. And be, be like, ladies and gentlemen, here's what will be happening the next three hours. <laughs> you can choose to be a part of it, or you may exit on the doors to your left or right. <laughs> go, <laughs> go. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's that see. would be that would be a good time for me. Uh, this is a long one. Not sure what's asking, but let's see what we got here. And I think uh, this will probably take us to the end here. Oh. Uh, you find a stranger in the forest dying of poison. Okay. When you go to <laughs> check on him, a magical fairy appears. The fairy says she can grant the stranger immunity to all diseases to save his life. She also says she can do the same for you, but she can only do it for one of you. Would you wish for yourself or for the stranger? Would your answer change if someone important to you was the one dying? Well, okay, I know my answer. What's your answer? If it's a stranger, uh, sorry, I I get the cures. Really? Yeah. If it's uh, somebody I know, I'll give them the cures. Okay, so my answer, it's pretty, it was pretty easy for me. I came up with it right away. Uh huh. Um, I already am walking through life and living life, assuming that I am not impervious to disease, uh-huh. and I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm in every way, shape, and form at peace with that. It doesn't bother me at all. Right. So I wouldn't even think twice. I'd be like, just save the dude, because it's no skin off my back. I'm not losing or gaining anything. I just go back to living life exactly as I was before, but in the meantime, I saved a life. Uh, I mean, I guess that's true. For some reason, I was assuming in my head that, like, both of us were having issues. But Let's do this. What if it's not saving lives? Oh, just got a ring at the doorbell. Don't know if you guys picked that up or not. <laughs> it's, uh, we're, out, we're up to, like, four now that time that's <laughs> happened in the podcast. What if it was a poor person on the streets of New York, mm. and you walk up to this poor person, 
and a fairy comes out and says, I could give you a million dollars or I could give him a million dollars, but I can't give you both a million dollars. So now no one's life is in effect. You're both going to live through this scenario, but who gets to live a good life and who has to keep going? Do you keep living an average life and bring him up or do you bring yourself up and keep him in a poor life? Can I give him money once I get the million? For the sake of this, no. Okay. He's the only person who you couldn't give money to. Ooh. Honestly. Honestly. Sorry for the long pause, guys. Honestly, I I think I would take the money. Yeah. 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 I just think. I would really hope that he can't hear the fairy. Yes. So I don't feel as bad about it as I'm walking away. Well, here's here's my here's my <laughs> train of thought with it though. Here's here's why I think this way. So you see this homeless guy on the street and you're both given this option. Like I know what I would do with the money. I know how I would, you know, help people with the money or help myself, whatever it is. I have no clue what the fuck this guy's going to do. Maybe this guy's a fucking, maybe the reason why this guy's in the spot he is in the first place is because he had a million fucking dollars given to him by a fairy and he spent it all and now he's fucking Maybe, homeless. Adam, justify it, brother. Justify it all day long. Just, justifying or not, definitely so, taking the money. If you're just looking at it mathematically, uh-huh. like if you give the poor person the money, it brings up the average of life more. So, because okay. you're already average, right. and this person is far below average. Mm-hmm. So, if you take yourself and make yourself uh, rich, right. then he's still poor, and now there's a vacant spot in between. Okay. Whereas if you're in the middle, uh-huh. And you bring this guy up to the top. Now right. there's one at the top and one in the middle. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So right. you brought the whole system up more. So if you're thinking utilitarian, what's best for the entire system, uh-huh. giving the money to the poor person is the better thing to do mathematically. Well, maybe mathematically at a at a core level like that. But I could argue that the better thing to do, because if he's the only one that I can't give money to, but I can take the million dollars and give the money to whoever I want in chunks. Well, I have the opportunity to bring up more people who are in his same situation. What if it's a mom with five kids? (laughs) A mom with five five kids living on the street. Well, well, fuck Matthew. I have to give them. <laughs> I, have, I have to give them the money. Why do you have like, to? Because uh, fucking. You don't have just, to. Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> I fucking do. It's a mother of five fucking kids. Fucking take this million dollars. But you, you'll be fucking damned <laughs> if I am not. If I am not like. If I don't give them that, and I go, go. I will be checking in on you. <laughs> I will. I if will I be, find out you misuse this money. I will be a fucking fly by your ear for the rest of your life. You know, just random calls like, "Hey, how's everything going? How are the five kids doing? How the doing five good? kids doing? How's Jeremy? Eating well? Jeremy doing well? You well? Yeah, yeah." And the fucking second I see that money, be, because here's the thing. But that that fairy didn't come to you. That fairy came to me. That fairy came to me. Bitch. So that's my money. <laughs> that is my money that I graciously decided you would be better to have. 
That's amazing. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> so, that fairy didn't come to you. Okay? She came to me. She came to That's me. That's my fucking million She dollars. trusted me the decision, and I took it upon myself <laughs> to put my trust in you. So How are the kids doing? Yeah, so, yeah, how's Jeremy? How's Jeremy doing with soccer? Doing good? Sally getting good need, grades? Looks like he needs some new yeah. cleats. You should yeah. make that happen. Yeah, you should make that happen. You have money, right? Money, right? I think you, I think you have something left of that million fucking dollars that you got, right? I mean, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, they're what, like 60 bucks? You know, give them a cheap pair. You'll be fine. <laughs> but anyways, I love that, that answer. Note, well, guys, thank you for for you know humoring us through this episode of the Harley <laughs> Millennial Podcast. It was uh, it was an interesting one. I had fun. You know, I did have fun. Uh, so uh, remember, you can follow us on all the social media platforms. We also have a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Harley Millennial. And any final thoughts, Matthew? Just give the kids the money. Do it for the children. Do it for the children. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Good night.